If you guys are looking to support a new black Latinx business this holiday season, check out Day La Vibes Boutique. They have everything from shirts to keychains to earrings, not to mention they are affordable. Yes. And with my promo code Wild Nights, you're going to get 10% off your entire order. So check them out at De La Vibes Boutique on Instagram or DeLaVibesBoutique.com. And remember, use promo code Wild Nights for 10% off your entire order now till December 31st. That's promo code Wild Nights at DeLaVibesBoutique.com. Inspired by the conversation that's going to take place later, I would like to apologize to my younger self. A while back one night, I unexpectedly brought a guy back to my apartment to, well, you know, bang him. And though it was not a planned bang, my apartment was perfectly cool and clean, and my bedroom was very tidy, which I thought would be bonus points. This wasn't part of the plan, but look how cool she keeps her place no matter what. And the first thing he said to me when I opened my bedroom door and turned the light on was, Wow, do you always sleep with that many pillows on your bed? Because that is a lot of pillows. To which I replied, <laughs> Oh my god, no, ew, no, of course not. They're just decorative pillows and I, I don't even, I, I don't even use them. The lie detector determined that that was a lie. And I threw my pillows off to the side. My pillows, who were always there for me through thick and thin. Every snuggle, every cuddle. They had to watch me bang this guy who hated them. Once that night, and then, of course, again in the morning. That must have been so hard for them, pun intended. And me, Rocky, I was not being true to myself. I sleep with 11 pillows on my bed, five regular and six throws. And two of the throws are picture collages of me and my friends. This is not an ad for Shutterfly, but we love a Shutterfly gift. Any man who is going to love me and is lucky enough to rest his pillow-judging face on my full house of fluff is going to have to get comfortable drowning in a sea of satin, baby. That's right. I sleep on satin to slow down the inevitable process of aging. To Rocky of younger days, I'm sorry. I wasn't truthful in the moment about your commitment to pillow pleasure, and it'll never happen again. Quick survey, when you guys are playing an air instrument along with music, do you go air guitar, air drums, or air mic with no sounds? Really think about it. I recently discovered I go air drums a lot. I think I not so secretly wish I was a drummer. I also not so secretly wish I was a DJ. How fun would that be? My DJ name would be DJ Rockefeller, obviously. And I, more than anything, want to hear what your DJ name would be. So... I'm doing a little contest. Please DM me at Wild Nights with Rocky on Instagram with what your DJ name would have been had you chosen that career path. I'm going to keep the names anonymous and have the listeners vote for their favorites. So get me your dream DJ name by Saturday, January 2nd. And after voting, I will announce the winner on our next episode. La da 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 da. It's the one and only DJ Rocky P. And just like that, I abandoned my old DJ name. For a song parody bit. We're going off the rails here, which can only mean one thing. It is time for the Rocky Rundown. I tailgated this week, so that was dope. 
But how did you tailgate? There are no concerts. There are no football games. I tailgated at my local urgent care. That's right. You see, they open at 7 a.m. But because of the COVIDs, the line starts to get on and pop in at about 5 a.m. So I went with my brother and we had our beach chairs. We had our blankets, charged headphones, hot chocolate. For this was not our first rodeo. We made it inside at about 7.40 in the morning. So that's two hours of waiting. And the people working at the desk asked us if we wouldn't mind going in to get our COVID tests together. That means same little room, we both get the test at the same time. He watches me get mine, I watch him get his. And is that weird? That's weird, right? I I don't know. We thought it was weird. Anyway, no COVID for us. And I gotta say, I much prefer regular tailgating. My guest today is Jordan Foster. I know you're dying to know what word he gave us, and the word Jordan gave was Spider-Man. So that can go in a web of different directions. You'll just have to listen to find out. You can catch him on air at iHeartRadio, 103.5 KISS FM, Chicago's number one hit station, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. to midnight. Jordan also does some work with Youth for a Better Future, a nonprofit organization that empowers youth to become future leaders in their community through positive mentorship. The holidays may be over, but the giving spirit never has to be. Visit youthforabetterfuture.org and give a little to help a great cause. Remember to follow Wild Nights with Rocky on Instagram, rate and review the podcast, share it with your pals, and please enjoy my Wild Night conversation with the one, the only, Jordan Foster. Jordan, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank you for having me. Welcome, welcome. So talk to me a little bit about Jingle Ball last night. So we had to do things a little different this year, uh, obviously, because of the pandemic. We weren't doing actual concerts, you know, got to stay safe. But we were able to do it so that it was a pre-recorded safe space. And then we got it out to all major cities or well, every city really, you know, uh, right. under the iHeart umbrella. Yeah, did it that way. So I caught, a, I caught a little bit of it. I can't remember his name, but he had, I think it was either a Scottish or a British accent. He was dressed like Santa Claus. Louis he, Capaldi. Ooh, he was good. Yeah, he's he's an amazing performer and he's an even funnier person. Like the last time I was with him, I was in tears because of just how funny he is. Like yeah. he's everything out of his mouth is a joke. Yeah, he was uh, he was quite the character, but we were watching it. And I was like, this guy is on <laughs> my radar. I love yeah, him. Did you get do. dressed up? I had I have a uh, I don't even know where it is right now a Santa hat that like a cheetah print Santa hat and that's as much as uh, as far as my dressing up went this year but typically I would get dressed up. Can I show you how much you are my people since you had a cheetah hat on? Can I show you my socks? Can you see? Yes let's go. (laughs) Is that Betty Boop? Betty Boop cheetah socks. Classic. Love it. We are on the same the same plane. So speaking of made up cartoons from history. I asked Jordan to give me a word to describe his wild night story. (laughs) And he said, Spider-Man. So I have no idea what this is about. I'm so excited to hear. And uh, let's go, Jordan, tell us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm Jordan and this is the Spider-Man story. Uh, It takes place, I want to say January of 2009 in upstate New York, Syracuse, New York, where I'm from. Now, how old were you? Or I can was, we say the age? I was 17, and that's why I want to preface uh, teen drinking really bad. Yeah, <laughs> of age when you drink. 
Hopefully, this, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully this story helps. <laughs> so uh, there was a, a party. Uh, I was in high school. This is my senior year. Yeah. Christmas break. I want to say maybe just after Christmas break, me, my best friend and my girlfriend at the time uh, were going and my best friend uh, decided he was going to drive. So we drove to this. Fabulous. We, drove to the, we drove to this house. It was a rager. It was absolutely insane. This girl's parents were like out of town. Um, so they were throwing it down. Right. We had I, I got uh, very, very wasted, but I don't think anybody there was really that sober. Like, oh, that wasn't no, the, hopefully not. Yeah. What was your drink of choice? Oh, at 17, if I could get my hands on it, that was my drink. <laughs> got it. Same. Yeah. So at a certain point in the party, like I'm, I'm having the time of my life. I'm like, I'm a senior. I'm about to graduate. I know where I'm going to college. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I was on cloud nine. These two kids come up to me and they're like, hey, man, the cops are showing up in like 15 minutes. So I just, I don't want to freak the whole party out. You know, it'll go into mass panic because this party was packed, the opposite of 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm having such a good time. I look them square in the face and go, fuck that. No way. (laughs) I'm the police. Exactly. Basically, (laughs) like, like I thought that my fun could trump authority, you know? Again, 17. Of course. Um, so they're like, all right, dude, like whatever, you do what you want with that information. Yeah. They left. Now, I want to pause there because there were some key things that went down that should let everyone know the cops are on the way. Okay, let's get the key things. I had said to, I had said before that my my best friend had drove. Right. We had, we had left drinks like for ourselves, for the three of us, me, him, and my girl in the car. And I had said to her, I was like, oh, let's go get those extra drinks. So we'd gone out to his car before that uh, interaction with those two dudes. Yeah. And being as sloppy as we were, we started hooking up in the back seat of my best friend's car that is parked <laughs> right in front of the house that we're at. And this is like a, a pretty main road. Like people are driving down this road, but it was reckless because we left the back door open and both of our legs were out of the car. <laughs> So we could see Zero cars. fucks given. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like, you can't tell me anything. Right. So before it got like way too hot and heavy, I was like, okay, okay, let's let's get back into the party. Yeah. Also, another kid, like immediately after that, who was absolutely trashed rang on the the doorbell of like the wrong house. And it was like this old woman. So you just had between us and that there was like, okay, obviously the cops are showing up. Right, right. So back to them telling me that I say, whatever, get out of my face. I remember being in the basement of the party, had an empty beer can, like, oh, I'm going to go get another beer. Walk up the stairs, uh, the way the house was set up, the stairs that went into the basement was on one end of their kitchen. And then their, uh, the door to their garage was on the other end of the kitchen. And as I get to the top of the stairs, this cop comes through that garage door. Her name's Officer Burke. I'm never going to forget her. Uh, I absolutely hate this woman still. <laughs> if you're um, listening, Officer Burke, we are still holding a grudge. Yeah, kiss my ass. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't be saying that because of what I did. Actually, like, I can totally understand if she hates me. So she gets to, uh, she sees me, we make eye contact. Yeah. And she immediately is like, don't move, don't say a word, and put your hands up. I have a beer, an empty beer can in my left hand. So I'm like, 
this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. She slowly starts walking over to me. And in my mind, I'm like, she's taking way too long. She's got her hand on like, maybe her gun. She's a cop. Right. So probably. Of course, um, of course. Worst case scenario. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, And so she gets maybe halfway to me. And I was just like, fuck it. Threw the beer can at her and then oh ran God. out the front door and was just screaming, the cops are here, the cops are here. (laughs) Run out the front door, run through the front yard. I'm on the street and I'm just like, okay, run as fast as I can. What's the plan? Do I run home? Do I get far enough, hide, figure something out? I'm coming up with it as I go. I'm like, okay, I'm moving. I just won sectionals in track, can't stop me. Like I'm out here. What was your track event? I was 400 and four by four. I was 100, 400, four by one, and the four by four. Okay, we have a sprinter on our hands, people. Yeah, this yeah, is a sprinter, so, so for, that's important to the story. So you were moving. Yeah, so I'm I'm hauling it down the street, right? Yeah. Or at least I think I am, because I'm also very drunk. Um, I'm looking back, and she's right behind me. And I'm like, wait, well, this can't make sense. She's got all this gear on, yeah. but she's she's doing it too. So I can, like, I can start to, she's so close to me that, I can hear her right behind me. Yeah. And I think things took a turn when she went to like grab, she like physically went to like grab the back of my shirt. And I audibly said, shook and took a sidestep <laughs> and she ate it on the, on the, uh, on the middle of the street. Oh my God. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'm going crazy, still yeah. running. And so at that point, she's like, I swear to God, I will fucking tase you if you don't stop. Two things go through my head at this point. I'm like, am I far enough to get away from a taser? Because that's limited. Like those are on strings. <laughs> yes. Second, if I'm not, am I going to blow up because of the amount of liquid that is in my body right, right now? So I stop, get on my knees. I got my hands on my head like that. She right. grabs like eight of my fingers with one hand. Hurt really bad. Never going to forget it. Of course. Then bounce checked my face up against the hood of my friend's car. Oh, no. And I was like, ow, why would you do that? I wasn't <laughs> resisting. And she was like, you threw a beer can at me. I was like, oh yeah, true, 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 true. That, that makes sense. Threw me in the uh, back of her cop car. And then she starts chasing after kids. Cause now kids are everywhere in the mm-hmm. yard, in the street. They're, you know, scattering. But the only reason I'm upset is because obviously the doors don't open from the inside of a cop car. Yeah, they want to keep you in there. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the goal is to not get out. And she's blasting country music. And I was just like, oh, this is such a buzzkill right now. <laughs> but she grabs another kid. She throws him in the back with me. I immediately sit on that kid's lap. Okay. And then stick my ankle out of the car door because the way she shut the door is like she shut it and started running again. So like didn't look back. It slammed on my ankle and then the door was open. So I looked at that kid and I was like, I don't know about you, but I'm getting out of here. Yeah, because um, she doesn't have any of your information at this point. She has right? no information. She doesn't. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. So I get out the cop car. Me and my friends had come up with this thing called No Child Left Behind. Where, I love that. That's the school program thing, yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, shout out George Bush, I guess. I don't yeah. know. But we use the term as like, if you go to a party and it gets busted, do the best that you can to leave with the people that you came with. 
So my plan was, all right, I'm going to get back in the house. So stupid. Yeah. But find my friend with his keys, see what his plan is, you know, and then try it again. Try and leave, you know, with him, find my girlfriend. I got to say, you're very level headed throughout all being drunk at 17 and still checking all these boxes. I applaud you. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's a mess, but <laughs> it's a mess, I'll, but it's an organ. It's organized chaos. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Any any compliments I could get for this, because my dad hates this story. <laughs> so I go back into the garage. Another friend of mine is under a car that's in the garage. And I was big on I was a bit of a sneakerhead back in high school. So he knew it was me immediately because he could see my shoes. So he like was trying to get me to get under the car. And then like another cop showed up and busted us both and then pulled the two of us into like the living room of the house. They're rounding kids up, crisscross applesauce, heads down, you know, don't make a noise. We're sitting there and he's like, all right, here's my plan. I'm going to dart into the basement, punch out a window, and then we're just going to run out the backyard. Okay. Now I'm done with you guys. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like it was, it was, it was chaos. It was chaos. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a smooth plan. We're about to do it. And then I can see my girlfriend from like the top of the stairs Mm -hmm. and she's all, come up here, come up here. And I'm looking at her like, now is not the time to be getting into, you know, something like that, like cops here, you are wild. And so he sees her too. And he's like, bro, you got to make a decision. You're either coming with me or you're going with her. And I was like, all right, I'm going with her. You do your thing, bro. I'll see you on the other side. So like, he was just like on three, we're both going to move. So like he went into the basement. I went up the stairs. The cops followed him. I go to my girlfriend and I'm like, what, what is, what's the plan? Like we're, we're upstairs. This is not the move. She's got like nine girls in a bedroom. It is the move. Yeah. Right. And I'm, (laughs) I'm sitting here like, okay, what are y'all doing? One of the girls is bawling her eyes out. She's like, so-and-so is on the roof. She's drunk. She's going to fall. You got to go out there and get her. So two things. It's the middle of January in upstate New York. So it's wild cold outside. Right. Second thing, I didn't know my girlfriend still had the keys to the car when we went out to the car the first time. So my thought was, I'll go out on the roof, get this girl because we don't want a tragedy. And then I'm going to go to the top of the roof, see if there's cops in the front yard. Mm -hmm. If there's not, I'm trying my same plan again. Out the front door, through the yard, run. So. I got on the roof. There's no girl out there. So I'm like, okay, great. Or not great. She's already fallen. Uh, <laughs> Real quick, look down. Yeah, mm, okay, we're good. Um, I go to the top of the roof. There's no cops. And I'm like, okay, smooth. Go back to the window. The cops had got to that room and it shut the window. My girlfriend was wearing my jacket. So I'm on the roof of this house with no way down oh, in God. Syracuse in the middle of January. It's like, 12 31 in the morning right so i'm like okay maybe i just wait it out it's cold but like i'm obviously not getting caught i'm on this roof tell me why i watch my girlfriend run to the car and then drive off like no one existed no went home so i'm like whoa what like what happened <laughs> i came up here for you for you right <laughs> So now I'm on this roof. Like, I don't, I'm like, okay, I'm ass out. I don't have a plan. I don't, I'm like, okay, just, just wait for it. Wait, you know, they'll, they'll leave eventually. I think I got maybe like an hour, hour 15 tops where I was like, I'm going to die. Like it is 
freezing up here. So oh my God. I'm watching a cop chase a kid through the backyard. I start jumping and screaming, like, hey, I'm up here. I'm up yeah. here. The cop stops chasing that kid and you know, radios other cops. He comes in the house. I'm thinking, I just saved that kid. I'm going out like a goddamn hero. Like, Not the case. Ever forget that. <laughs> so a cop like grabs me, like yokes me up, pulls me in the window, throws me on the bed, starts questioning me. Who are you? Wants all my information. Yeah. Trying to get my ID out of my wallet. I was like, I didn't bring my wallet. I did. And then he goes, is there anybody else? Was there anybody else with you on the roof or in this room? And I'm fixing my lips to say something. Behind him is a pile of clothes. I'm guessing from whatever kid Mm -hmm. bedroom that is somebody lifts up part of the clothes and goes and then puts the clothes back down (laughs) if it was et i'd have been like yo bro we got a different situation (laughs) um but i'm looking at this girl who's under the clothes i'm like damn that was so smart yeah Uh, and i was like nah there's nobody else in here and then a thumbs up came out of the pile of clothes and then went back in they pulled me down to the kitchen It's just me and the girl who lives in the house. She's crying crazy, like, oh, I'm in so much trouble. Mm -hmm. The cops are, like, making sure nobody else is, like, here or whatever. I'm sitting there thinking, like, yo, girl, quit crying. Like, we could do this again. The back door is open. She's like, where am I going to go? I live here. I'm like, I don't know. I I come up with plans Mm -hmm. as I do stuff. We can make this play. But we ended up staying in the kitchen. I'm pacing, like, around their kitchen island. There was Mm -hmm. this one cop. He had, like, a thick southern drawl. I was like, oh, this dude is hella racist. Like, Up in Syracuse? Yeah, right? Like, I was like, you are in the wrong place, but right now I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. And he, like, I was sitting there go- pacing back and forth because I was so cold. Like, I couldn't stop shivering. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to need you to sit down. And I was like, I'm not going anywhere this time. I promise. I'm just, like, <laughs> very cold. I'm trying to build up body heat. And he was like, no, listen, boy. I told oh. you to sit down. And I was like, oh, whoa, this is different. Oh. <laughs> this, this feels different. So <laughs> I'm sitting down <laughs> at this point, just, like, rocking back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like, I look like a crack addict or something. And. And like, they get me a blanket. They're telling me to like call. They're like, you got to call your parents. Don't play any games. It better be them. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it's one of your friends, like we're taking you to jail or whatever. For the <laughs> night. And so it's like, it's like 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. And so I, I call my mom's phone. She's asleep. She doesn't pick up. I call my dad's phone. He's asleep. So then I'm like, okay, I got to call my little sister. And she's like nothing but jokes. Like she's all pranks. How so old I'm is like, she at the time if you're 17? I'm 17. So she would be 14. Okay. So I knew she would be awake because she's a night owl. So yeah. I call her. I'm like, yo, I'm in trouble with the cops. And I need you to put mom and dad on the phone. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, you you in trouble with the cops? Damn, that's crazy. You need to talk to mom and dad? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Okay, go ahead. So, like, I give the phone to mm-hmm. Officer Burke. She's back in the mix. She's back. Right? And I'm looking at her like, I know you're pissed because you don't yeah. know how I got out your car. I'm you just I'm giving just, her the little wave. Uh, I'm like, hey, girl, how you doing? <laughs> um, she's she's not having any of it. So, she's the one who's like, you better talk. Like, it better be your parents yeah. or whatever. So, my sister's like, yeah, yeah, here they go. And she's like, hi, this is Officer Burke. And it's still my sister on the phone going, duh, hello, like just messing with her. So now Officer Burke is not having it. She's she's very upset. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, that's my sister. Like, I'm sitting there like, oh, like now she's got the upper hand. She's she's really feeling it. So my my, uh, parents finally get on the phone 
And she's like, I just want to let you know, we found your son. You got to come pick him up from this party unless, you know, like you don't want to. And then we'll have to, you know, like take him, you know, down to wherever. And my, I could hear my dad, like, what did, what did he do? And she was like, he was at this party underage drinking and he was trying to jump from roof to roof, like (laughs) goddamn Spider-Man. And I was like, why are you going to lie on me like that? Not, I was not trying. Okay. We're it's, it's Syracuse, New York. We're in the, like the burbs, like yeah. trying to jump from a suburban house to another house. That's crazy. Like, yeah, that's like not, my event is the four by one. Exactly. Not like <laughs> I don't do no jumping. Like, come on now. I'm looking at her. Like you really get to say something like that. Like this is insane. So they yeah. come down, they, they come get me pissed they are upset I think more so because I woke them up rather right, than right 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 you know actually doing something bad but then it from there on it was just like look who it is goddamn spider-man from my friends yeah from my parents they wouldn't let me live that down until like I got out of the house so That's so funny that that was the uh the spider-man story and needless to say me and my girlfriend broke up yeah. <laughs> not you know long what? after that she um she was not a ride or die. No, mm-mm. she was a, she was a ride her own car out of uh, the situation. A ride and buy, if you will. Yes, a ride and buy. <laughs> there we go. That's like can we can we hashtag that? Start hashtag that up. Hashtag ride, ride and, and buy. buy. Yeah, oh, that's exactly what she was. Now, how long after this party? When was your next rager? Oh wow. Um, I was grounded for, <laughs> for like a month. I want to say. Probably soon. We used to party a lot up yeah. in Syracuse. Like if, if you're from the 315, you understand like there's nothing to do up there. So like yeah. there's there's parties uh, like every weekend. So not long, not long after, but it was it was always just the same situation. Like cops would show up and then it was all right. Who's the most most athletic? What's the uh, survey the scene? Like, yeah, we were always running from the cops. So. That's wild. I had one friend who shout out to Megan again. I referenced her last weekend too, but she was uh, she was the party girl. Her house was always the hangout house in high school, and okay. her parents were really chill. So we would do a lot of parties there. And I also remember one party where I don't know how people always know because you said the same thing in your story. Somebody said, "Oh, fifteen minutes, the cops will be here." Right. Who called them? First of all. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, no, I think what happened was the kid who knocked on the wrong house snowballed the entire thing. Like he showed up to the front door with 30 racks in hand. And, oh, you know, and that's when. And so like the woman who opened the door, like one, you're who's ringing my doorbell at like midnight, you know, with it's 30 a, racks. Yeah, exactly. Drunk teen. Oh, that's clearly where the party is. Mm-hmm. You know, the cops are. The cops are getting called. So well, yeah, because she uh, she would have parties, and we would find out. Oh, the cops are on the way. The cops are on the way. And so she had a rager as well one year, and I heard the cops were coming. So I grabbed one of my friends, and I'm like, "Let's go to the basement." And I took them in her basement. We hid. It was a huge basement. We hid kind of under a work table, like a workstation table. Right. And just heard the activity that was going on. Now, this was my best friend in high school. I should not have hid in the basement. I should have stood by her side. (laughs) But in that moment, I was a rider by. (laughs) And I chose by. 
There uh, you go. So I hid in the basement. And then all of a sudden you hear the party kind of trickle out and we're listening and you can hear that cop step. You know the cop step. Oh yeah, of course. Over your head. And then I hear laughter. Okay. And I'm like, are we laughing upstairs right now? The police are here. This is not my interpretation of what happens when the police come to a party. Right. And it was somebody's dad at the party was one of the police officers. Wow. How did that play out? Very well for everyone upstairs. That's I did, great. Yeah, I didn't get in the cop mix. I kind of stayed where I was until they left. You know, there was no repercussions. There was no coining of nicknames. It was just kind of like, you know, be home. Maybe maybe I'll also give them a Southern accent, even though this was in Connecticut. But he was like, <laughs> you better be home by one in the morning. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. So, yeah, that that was just kind of like, oh, I'm glad I know where my son is. Have fun. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I feel like, I don't know. I've gone to parties where I there was one where I was like, this party's getting like I didn't need to know like if somebody had called the cops or not. I was yeah. like, I am going to count to 60 and I guarantee the cops will show up before I get there. And I think I got to 28. Yeah. And somebody was like, the cops are at the front door. And I was like, yeah, this party is way too out of hand. <laughs> and then people were just it, it's always fun to just see like the mass exodus of kids just you know where do they go where do they run oh yeah yeah and the 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 chase i don't know that was what a i felt like that built character in a lot of us you know it does you can tell who got chased by the cops when they were in high school and who did not oh easily oh yeah (laughs) yeah it definitely shows in people today i would much rather be with the kids who got chased by the cops (laughs) oh yeah no i was i was in it to win it i was I got more athletic, you know, like I turned into an Avenger if the cops showed up. I remember going to a Christmas party and the house that it was at was right behind like one of the trails we would run on for track. Okay. And I was, when the cops showed up, I was like, oh, you're in my house now. Yeah. And I was running, jumping over streams and, oh, I was, I was performing. Like it was, it was insane. And then the running through, like, I remember running through a a soccer field and there were cops behind me and I was like on the phone with a friend's mom. And I was like, they're behind me. I'm in front of the church. Like grab me and go, like got in the car and then like took off. And I was like, that was the smoothest exit I've ever experienced in my life. So shout out all those cops for uh, keeping me strong. We could do a whole nother episode on that. We could do a whole nother episode of that. Maybe we go into 2021 a little more zen, but I do a whole episode on, on that. Um, now, Jordan, where can everybody find you online, hear you on the radio? Give us all yep. the scoop. I'm on social media. It's all the same at on air, J-R-D-N, Twitter, Instagram. Those are the only two like I really reside on. And then if you want to hear me on the radio, you can uh, use the iHeartRadio app uh, and just look up 103.5 KISS FM in Chicago. That's amazing. And do you have anything cool coming up? I have a long needed winter break uh, (laughs) that starts today, actually. Yay! Um, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm super pumped. But as of right now, actually, yes, I do have something. This Saturday, I am hosting a benefit fashion show. There's this awesome nonprofit uh, in Chicago uh, called Youth for a Better Future. And it's uh, 
really just a place for uh, uh, kids where kids can go either after school or since we're, you know, in this pandemic, they can come uh, in for at home learning in case they don't have like access to computers. And there's there's so much uh, extracurricular stuff that goes on there from, you know, teaching kids or just getting kids involved in like yoga and, uh, you know, mental health and awareness. Yeah. They're teaching kids like, uh, you know, recording equipment, just things that they wouldn't be able to get uh, outside of their regular means. So they're they're throwing a benefit concert this Saturday that I'm hosting uh, because they're they're going to start expanding uh, to different parts of the city in uh, 2021 so they can provide those uh, aesthetics and things for for more kids within Chicago. So I'll uh, I'll send you that link uh, as well. Uh, but you know, we, we'd love for more people to check it out. It's uh, $10 a ticket to see the show. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it for right now. Mountain Mama Magic is a holistic health company specializing in long-distance Reiki, chakra candle making, and other spiritual health products. All candles are 100% soy and scented with clean fragrances made with essential oils and free of harsh chemicals. Visit the website Mountain Mama Magic, magic spelled M-A-G-I-C-K dot com, and use the code Rocky to get free shipping on all your orders. That's Mountain Mama Magic, magic spelled M-A-G-I-C-K dot com, and use the code Rocky to get free shipping on all orders from now till January 6th. Jordan, this was an absolute pleasure. That story was incredible. Thank you. <laughs> it was really fun. It brought me back to my high school days. My drink of choice, I know you said you could get your hands on anything. I can't do it anymore. My drink of choice used to be Smirnoff triple distilled vodka with cranberry juice cocktail. Oh man, I can't I can't <laughs> touch vodka anymore. Yeah, because, me neither. Oh man, that yeah, no, because that's all I was like I said, if I could get my hands on it, I was I was drinking it back then. But yeah. these days I can't I can't even smell vodka without feeling in a type of way without seeing officer Burke's face. Oh my God. I'm never, I'm <laughs> never going to forget her. I hope she's all right out there. Wherever, wherever you are these days, officer Burke, it's all love. <laughs> Listen to the episode officer Burke and have a laugh with us. For sure. Definitely. Definitely. And Hey, maybe, maybe we'll run again. <laughs> <laughs> this time you can't face plant officer Burke. No, definitely face plant. Definitely face plant. All right, Jordan. Thank you so much for joining me today. The story was amazing and it was so nice getting to know you. Of course. Hey, thank you for having me. Uh, This was a really fun time taking a stroll down memory lane. Absolutely. Thanks, Jordan. Yeah.